You know, it can never be said enough how much we truly appreciate those who's made the, the ultimate sacrifice for us as a nation, as a country, and as a people. Our words cannot truly express how much in gratitude we are for them. But our Lord Jesus Christ said in John chapter 15, verse 13, the scripture that we have just read, that there is no greater love than this. There is no greater love than this. That he laid down his life for a friend. The Apostle Paul wrote in the love chapter of the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that love is not self-seeking. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. And it always perseveres. Anthony Robbins, the famous motivational speaker, once said, only those who have learned the power of sincere and selfless contribution experience life's deepest joy, which is true fulfillment. Now this concept of selfless love is something that many people yearn to possess, but it is not easy at all. It is often paradoxical. It almost seems to be self-contradictory at times, and yet it is an attribute of the God that we worship, and also a value that is foundational to American society, and also to our very own humanity. When we think of our heroes, they are men and women whom exemplifies this value of selfless love to us. In the movie Avengers, and yes, I'm going to talk about Avengers today, in the movie Avengers Endgame, the recent one, we see this kind of love being demonstrated by two of our fictional superheroes. Some of you have not seen this movie, so I'm not going to give any spoilers today. But we've seen in this movie that after Thanos, the bad guy, have destroyed and killed off half of the world in the previous Avengers movie, which was called Infinity War, two of the Avengers in the new movie were willingly, they were willing to give up their life. They were willing to give up their life in this new movie to restore life back to all those who were previously killed by Thanos. Without their sacrifices, we wouldn't have Spider-Man back. And we are marveled, we are marveled in the no pun intended here, but we are marveled by such heroic acts. The stories of these superheroes who have been gifted with their own powers, yet in humility they were willing to come together to be united, to fight for a common cause, to fight against evil in this world, is a tremendous, tremendous attraction to us all as a nation. It pulls at the heart of who we are as Americans, and especially as Christians. Our infatuation with for heroes in our society is demonstrated through the way that we spend our money at the box office. This last Avenger movie, Endgame, is now the second highest grossing film of all time at nearly $2.2 billion. Wow. Just right behind Avatar at nearly $2.8 billion. Yeah, let us also remember that this movie, Avengers, is still bringing in more money, which means that eventually... Eventually, it may surpass Avatar as the highest 
grossing film of all time here in America. But these are fictional characters. These are fictional characters, and even though we spend millions and billions of dollars on them, they are still fictional characters. They are fictional superheroes played by movie stars who go home to multi-million dollar homes and drive around cars that are worth more than many of the homes that we live in. The men and the women of our country, they are our real-life heroes. There are oftentimes they're the ones that go, that their deeds go unnoticed. They don't live in the glamour and the glory of Hollywood. They don't walk on red carpets and the paparazzis don't follow them around to take their pictures on a daily basis. They don't appear on fancy magazine covers. As a matter of fact, they are oftentimes looked down upon and shamed by many. Too many times their deeds and sacrifices go unnoticed by us. We celebrate them once a year, maybe twice. And most of the time we don't even celebrate them, but we use their days just for barbecues and family time. And many times in our daily lives we take them for granted. But these men and these women are the real-life heroes of our culture, the real-life hero of our country, the real-life heroes of our nation. These real-life heroes are the men and women of our U.S. military forces. They are the ones that stand in the face of danger every day, risking their lives to keep us at peace. They are the men and women of the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Army, the U.S. Coast Guards, the U.S. Marine Corps, and the U.S. Navy. They put their lives on the line to protect us by air, by land, and by sea. And so today in our church, let us celebrate them and let us remember them for all that they have done, especially, especially for those who have paid the ultimate price to give us freedom by sacrificing, giving up their lives for us. Today, we remember those men and women who served in the armed forces and lost their lives to keep us from harm. I grew up hearing stories of my maternal grandfather who was killed in action during the Vietnam War in the early 70s. His picture was displayed up here. His name was Lord Vane. My mother, who was no older than 15 years old at that time, recalled the day that my, uh, my grandfather's corpse was sent home from the battlefield. It was on that day that she found out that she'd be, she'd be an orphan for the rest of her life. Many families have also gone through such tragedy. I, rem I remember back in 2016 when I received a call from the Paradise Police Department informing me of Stephen Vang's passing. I was new to the church at that time. I served no more than three months here. And so I had no idea who Stephen was when they called me. When the police department called me, they told me that Stephen was a member of my church and that his brother just began working for the Paradise Police Department. They informed me that Stephen had passed away and they're looking for a pastor to go with them to inform the family of the tragic news. I was lost and confused at the time because I had no idea who the family was. And so I called Pastor Chakua immediately about the situation. And I asked Pastor Chakua, I said to him, do you know who Stephen Vang is? And, has, and do you know whether or not his family has been looking for him? Pastor Chakua said yes, yes to both questions. And then he told me that Stephen was his nephew. And my heart just sank when I found out 
who Stephen was on that day. And so today for Memorial Day, we are to remember those who lost their lives serving our country. They are our heroes that must never be forgotten. I told you the story a few weeks ago of me standing before the Hmong Lao veterans earlier this month and praying for the celebration of their fallen brothers during the Vietnam War. Sometimes when I think of this term, the Vietnam War, I often question whether or not this is a proper name for the war because so many people throughout Southeast Asia were affected by this war, not just the people of Vietnam. Yet I found myself standing before these men who are part of my community. These are men that I have often interacted with, with in the past, yet I have become so comfortable with them, so comfortable with them over the years that I have forgotten who they were and the sacrifices that they made. But as I stood in front of them on that day, it just all hit me all at once. I realized how unworthy I was to be standing there in front of them. And all I could say to them was this, that I am so unworthy of you. I said to them that the only reason why I'm able to stand before you today to pray for you is because you gave me the opportunity, opportunity and because you called me. It's not because of anything that I've done that's worthy for me to be here in front of you. I realized at that moment when I was standing there with these men celebrating the memories of their fallen brothers, I realized at that moment that the reason why I get to work today in a comfortable office is because these men spent their childhood in the war zones of the jungles of Laos. I realized at that time, I realized that the reason why I get to stand in front of a church every Sunday and in front of businessmen every day of the week is because these men, these men who were sitting before me, they stood in front of gunfires and in front of enemy bullets for me. I realized that I get to carry my work laptop everywhere I go. And it is because these men had to carry their guns all over the jungles of Laos to fight for my right to live freely. And oftentimes we take for granted the ultimate sacrifice, sacrifices that many of these men and women have given to us, but we must not forget. We must never forget. Let us not forget that freedom comes at a price. Just as our salvation was bought at a price, not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, our freedom too was given to us at a price. It was purchased for us by the blood of those who gave their lives in serving and protecting this wonderful country that God has given to us. Today, let us celebrate those heroes, those veterans who have passed on to glory and gave us their life as the ultimate sacrifice. Today, let us remember the 4,435 people that were killed in the Revolutionary War. Today, let us remember the 2,260 people that were killed in the War of 1812. Let us remember the 1,000 that were killed in the Indian Wars. Let us remember the 13,283 people killed in the Mexican War. Let us remember the 498,332 people that were killed 
in the Civil War. Let us remember the 2,446 people that were killed in the Spanish-American War. Let us remember the 116,516 people that were killed in World War I. Let us remember the 405,399 people killed in World War II. Let us remember the 54,246 people killed in the Korean War. Let us remember the 90,220 people killed in the Vietnam War. Let us remember the 30,000 plus Hmong soldiers who were killed in the Vietnam War on behalf of the United States of America. Let us remember the 1,565 people killed in the Gulf War. Let us remember the 6,852 people that were killed in the global war on terror. <laughs> เอ็นนู้นเราอย่านู้ไปอย่าละมุนยอดซอหลังเอ็นไปตอหลัวไปตัวยอดตัวนู้นเต็มมีการแต่เราไปตัวยอดตัวยงกึงเกาหลีหม
Father, we ask that you bless their families. We ask that you be with their family. But at the same time, Father, we ask that you continue to bless our nation, that your presence do not depart from us as a nation, as a country, Father, but that your presence is here with us. Do not forsake us, Father. Just as Moses bowed before you and say that we are not willing to go from this place unless your presence is with us today we proclaim the same thing that we are not able to continue we are not able to go anywhere without your presence and so more than anything else more than anything else what we desire as a nation what we desire as a church is for your presence to be with us today continue to bless us continue to bless our country and so we pray in the name of our lord jesus christ